This is Tom Bernard. Can't get enough of sports talk with Phil Mackey and Judd Zolgad. Tune in to the new Tom Bernard Show podcast Monday through Friday as Phil and Judd join me to discuss the latest sports headlines and whatever else comes to mind. Just download the Tom Bernard Show app wherever you get your podcasts or visit TomBernardShow.com. It's another way to get more from me and Judd talking sports and having fun with Tom and it's all at your fingertips. Download the Tom Bernard Show app now and join the conversation. You're listening to a Score North podcast right now, and if you're a business owner, so are your customers. In fact, I could be talking about your business right now, telling the tens of thousands of loyal fans about you and sending them to your business. Find out how you can partner with your favorite Score North podcast. Visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Fill out the form, and we'll get in touch with you quickly. Once Phil, Judd, Declan, or others start talking about your company, you'll be amazed at how many fans start showing up. So visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Patrick. Yes, sir. I was telling the boys today that I thought... I was telling people prior to Thursday night's wild game that that was the most important game in franchise history, and by that I meant as of Thursday night, I thought they were a good enough team to win a Stanley Cup, but to win the Cup, you got to get there, (laughs) and I couldn't see, uh, I I just saw that they could not lose a game to Vegas at home, and of course then they lost both. So It's an amazing what has happened in hockey, I would say almost the last decade. Home, Remember the sacred home ice? If we only had home ice, remember yep. how sacred that used to be? Yep. It's meaningless. It means nothing. The Wild are 2-10, and ten, their last 12 home playoff games i mean it's it doesn't mean anything you now if you come out and get two quick ones although they did that thursday and then uh, almost had three went quick and, ones went tank he was offside <laughs> no okay. i'm saying yeah, they were I close mean, to having three i mean everybody quick ones. i saw that somebody said it was deemed to be offsides well it was deemed to be offsides because he was offsides okay right. so uh i'm a conspiracy guy you know yeah so they anyway. should have never change their jerseys. When the home team went to the dark jersey, it was mm-hmm. over. Whatever the <laughs> hell it is, whatever it is, those last I watched more of the wild. The I didn't check in until the middle of the second period, right? Yep. They yep. were horrible. They were they were skating the Vegas was skating the puck out of their own end, passing the puck out of their own end. Like it was Edina versus Folda in <laughs> hockey. I mean, it was unbelievable. What the hell was going on? They just—I've never seen a team have an easier time getting the puck out of the net. They—we needed a little neutral zone trap there. Although when you get behind, you can't do that. But uh, it was terrible. And then uh, you know, it kind of carried over to some extent. I mean, they—they they ended up getting a bunch of shots on Saturday night, but. Uh, I don't know. You've given up the last uh, nine. That isn't good. And uh, the killer, the thrill, or Kaprizov, whatever his name is, he's had really haven't had a bad series. Are they? Uh, they must be making his life miserable. Oh yeah, they he's really getting are. mugged. Yeah. They are. Uh, they are crowding him. 
Yep. You know who my uh, new favorite hockey player is? Mark Stone. I was just going to guess him. Oh, yeah. my he's a rock steady guy. Have, isn't you, he? have yeah. you seen him up close? Yeah, he's a big boy. You look at him and say, there's a hockey player. Yep. Yep. <laughs> he's got the bent nose. <laughs> he's got the miskept, unkept hair. A little bit of a playoff beard. He looks, you know, you walk into the post office and look at him up there, you're going to run for cover, man. That is a hockey player right there, Somebody, I I forget who put this out on Twitter, but during the game on Saturday night said, it had the the close-up of Mark Stone and said, Oh my God! Kenny Powers decided to play hockey. <laughs> yes, it does. I I was so impressed. I took a shot of him on the screen when they were interviewing him. Okay, on Zoom because he was like this. You know, like, <laughs> man, it's uh, uh, I mean, they make it tough for you. It's they funny. have a nice club. They have it's, a great club. Five years ago, when they went to the finals, weren't they a skating goal scoring type of team? Boy, have they changed their yeah. uh, brand here. That's not they, five years ago. Is four years? Well, maybe 2018? Four. 2018. Okay, that's four years. I guess yeah. four okay. seasons. Okay, but they, you know, they went to the cup one year and fired the coach the next year in the major, right. Gerard Gallant in the middle of the year, and they brought in this well-traveled Peter DeBoer and they but they changed their approach you know they're you know good goaltending and um and uh beat the hell out of people but he has to make a mistake he doesn't make mistakes doesn't make any well uh that goalie equipment's too big well it's just like the 1980 Olympic team hot goalie yeah right but the uh uh you know that there were rumors that Garen was going to try to trade for him that he might be on the block uh, uh, flurry because they have another goalie that they like a lot, a younger guy who's much cheaper. And uh, But I guess they wanted too much for him, and then he went and had a fantastic year. So uh, Well, plus Fleury's getting old now. He's 40 years old, isn't he? Yeah, I don't think he's that old. Well, Is look. he 35 or 6 maybe? 35 uh, or 6? I'll bet he's know. older than 35. You know what? Though? I think he's 39. Mm, can't be that old. Well, Rook will find it. Yes, he Rook will. will find Rook it. Rook, he, all you got to do is go to Wiki. All you yeah. got to do is look at Wiki. 36. 36. He's okay. 36. 36. Well, but he's number 29 on the team. That's right. <laughs> well, I don't care about oh, okay. that. I, got I, it. I don't care got about it. that. You know, whatever, whatever happened to the idea that goalies were either 30 or 1? What, what happened to that? I don't I know. know. Well, I see that he was born in Sorel, Tracy, Quebec, Canada. And apparently, I didn't see this, but on his... He had a horseshoe up his hind end, and that must be that must explain all the goal. I, didn't, I, I never Good watched luck. him. The only one that I thought was a little weird was when they were trying that last gasp on Thursday, and he almost... Threw the puck in the net by catching oh, yeah, it behind his yeah. back. It was uh, that was a weird play. But he's uh, been giving some of the shots a little too much theater for me. Oh he, yeah. Yes. Well, <laughs> well, anyway, he's uh, yeah. They uh, you know the fact that they're playing at Las Vegas tonight though means nothing. <laughs> they do. No, you know, right. Yeah. I mean, it's you. You can win there, but you're going to have to play a lot better. Yeah. Apparently, this uh, I just heard Judd saying that. They're uh, one of their defensemen. Susie's out, and they're going to try that Addison kid tonight. But uh, I want him to play Boldy, the rookie from BC, because if he scores a goal, that would change the whole. If he would 
go out and get sure. your goal. That would change the whole vibe, wouldn't it? Yeah, I think so, mm-hmm. too. And, but they're not going to play him, I guess. Flurry made his debut in 2003. Wow. There's been some goalies who hung around a long <laughs> time. Was he with the Duck? No, he's with the Pen. Pen Pens for a long time. Oh, he right. win a couple of win at least yeah. a couple of cups with the Pens, right? Mm-hmm. And I think they took him. He's in the expansion draft, right? Uh, Flurry. I think they got him. Vegas took uh, him in the expansion draft, which was a bit of a controversy. I think so. he, he was, married longtime girlfriend Veronique Larose. In 2012, they've been dating since they were 15 years old. Well, yeah. Yeah, she did one of these. Like, let's go. Here. Yeah, here we go. Come <laughs> yeah, on right. now. Oh, daughters well, Estelle and Scarlett. Mm-hmm, and the yeah. son James. Mm-hmm. Okay. Hey, is Phil Mickelson the favorite now to win at Torrey Pines in the U.S. Open? He won't make the cut. Oh, he you got to be kidding me. make the cut. That's his home course. He won't make the cut. I got, well, he, we have to have a bet, bet about that. He used up all his, he'll start hitting it crooked again. He uh, he managed <laughs> to keep it straight. Uh, listen, he, he he made five or six really good shots, I'll say, and that when he knocked it in from the bunker and then he mm-hmm. hit the hit. Killed some drives, kept it pretty much in fair territory. I'll give him credit for that. But the fact nobody was chasing him really helped. Well, he only won by two. Nobody was chasing him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Kepka played like a mutt. Kepka was terrible. Uh, he shot 74, but Kepka comes out. He, he makes birdie on number one. Phil makes bogey. Phil had the old Fizo on number one. Uh, uh, fudge, I'm still out, you <laughs> right. know, on his putt. He, he kept, you know, the I've old... i never heard that the before. Fee, yeah, yeah. yeah. Fizzo. 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 He had that on the first hole, and he's, you're saying, well, he's going to shoot 80. And then the second hole, easiest hole in a course, it played to four and a half yesterday. More As many guys made birdie as didn't. And Kepka goes and makes seven yeah. for no reason. Just wow. idiocy. I did love yeah. his uh, post-game comment, though, when he said, I'm going to enjoy it because this is probably the last one. Yeah, <laughs> Phil? Well, yeah. yeah. He went but, up 32 points, or third rankings. Yeah. And so he was he's at step, 115. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. Joe, this meditation stuff, though, that he's doing, he is so full of no, no, he so no. he's not crap. meditating, he Pat. He's so, imagining the shot. He's, no, but he's also meditating. <laughs> he's slowing down, and yeah. he's meditating. And he knows damn well the TV cameras are on him, so he's yep. playing oh, it yeah. for all it's worth. He's oh, it. look at Phil's concentration. Oh, look at him. <laughs> Isn't he concentrating? Give him a yoga man. Pat, Pat in, in all our I, time together, is never... Never fail to amaze me. Here's a 50-year, soon to be 51. Fantastic. Set a record. Oldest man in history yes. to win a major. And Pat has done nothing but rip the hell out of him. No, I said he made some great shots. It's amazing. He made six good shots. It's amazing how limber he is at that age, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. That shows you. Being a little fat helps. He keeps yeah. you limber. That's right. Although he's in good shape now by his normal standards. Well, it's all that but medical. Joe, he has right. never <laughs> failed 
to have some new line of BS when no, he I know. shows up at a tournament. Why are you carrying two drivers, Phil? Yeah. Oh, this is I got this driver for that and that driver for this. <laughs> Remember when he had an explanation while while his fat wasn't really fat? Yep. He had some word about it was subnucleus fat or some <laughs> yeah. damn thing. I Thoracic mean, outlet it he was. He loves to babble and babble and babble about that stuff so you don't ask him real questions, you know. Uh, that's uh, I, My favorite line about Noah Still Faraday's quote, uh, watching Mickelson play is like watching a drunk walk, walking along the edge of a cliff. <laughs> yes, but not yesterday. Yeah, not, not, not during this tournament. Not no. that whole tournament. <laughs> and, and I heard I, somebody said yesterday on TV, they asked Jason Day, who's playing terrible right now, but what do you think of Phil? He said, "What what's going on with Phil? He says, he's not hitting any foul balls. Right. Yeah. He said, you know, he's the reason he hasn't been able to compete is three times a round he hits it where you're lucky to find it off right. the tee, and mm-hmm. all of a sudden he was drilling it on a really, what do you think of that golf course? I've played it, believe it or not. Did you really? Yeah. What, well, what, from, obviously, I didn't do well. From how, too, how many yards? Oh, God. 62, I mean, 63 yeah, yards? Yeah, sure, like that. sure. Yeah. I was going to ask, because I know that at the height of my skills, and you put me at 6,200, I wouldn't break 200. Because <laughs> 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 every shot would end up in some place bounds, where it was unplayed. Right. If you counted them. There's no way. Well, then it, add the wind to that. Yes, right. Throw in. Was it windy the day you played? Oh God, yes, I, I think so. <laughs> that was your excuse anyway, huh? But you know, yeah. it is funny. It's it's built like a Scottish course, though. Yeah. In the fact that the holes basically. You got nine holes going one direction and nine holes going the other direction. Well, wouldn't it be technically a legitimate Lynx oh, course? God, yes, it is. It's absolutely yeah. a Lynx yeah. course. And uh, our, how many trees are on there? About twelve or something. About three. Like yeah. Well, it's a it it is probably the trickiest golf course in this country, though, as far as a big time golf course is well, concerned. Well, it kind of reminds me of Whistling Straits a little bit. Yes, it does. Yeah. Yeah. I think the difference is. Whistling Straits, they created the land. You know, it's it's yeah. artificial. They yeah, created, that's true. And this is just, I mean, what's the sea level? <laughs> Four inches? Right, right. <laughs> you know, I mean, it's like, it's flat. It's, I mean, it's, it's, it's the same level as the sea. I wonder how often they get, they, I can't remember them getting hit by a hurricane. Can you? No. You, you would think it would just get washed over. Oh, God, water. yeah. You'd think it'd blow it away. But it yeah. is a... How about seventeen? You you played seventeen. That par three. I wonder how, how far. You must have been over on a left, so you didn't have to carry that whole water. Huh? No, no. Because God Almighty, that shot. It's amazing. You know, they say this is only one hundred and ninety-five yards, right? Okay, yeah. whatever it is. But then you see it from the tee box, and you realize. That's two football fields. <laughs> I'm trying to hit this from two football fields away. How do I do that? <laughs> you know, that's uh, you know, it was uh, it was entertaining. I watched a lot of it. How long did that round take? It had to be over five hours, right? Well, he went off at one thirty our time. Mm-hmm. Mickelson went off at one thirty yeah, our time. It was damn yeah, he was seven. still playing was at seven, five, right? Yeah, he was still playing at at least five o'clock. That's going to oh, be no. the fun of this year's Open, U.S. Open. We'll get prime West time Coast, golf, baby. Yeah. yeah. Now he's. Uh, it is. I mean, 
His last two wins were on the with the seniors. He played. He was playing oh, with the God. seniors. Yep. And uh, he won, He was two for two playing with the seniors. Let me ask That's you. A nice payday too. It was two million for two the winner. Yeah, wow. Two mil, yeah. Why? Why would he play with the seniors? Isn't he a guy that would probably say, "Eh, I've made enough." Well, money. he wasn't playing any good. Oh well, I don't know. I, I suppose he probably owes favors to some guys. Who, okay. I mean, he's probably got some buddies, you know, probably gambled with him in Vegas, you know. He's a, <laughs> oh, he was an insane gambler right. at one time. I we didn't see the is. wife and the kids. No. Well, so, the kids are a little old. They aren't yeah. cute anymore. Wasn't she having I mean, I'm sure they're too? gorgeous, but I mean, they aren't, yeah. you know, they aren't like four-year-olds. They aren't toddlers. Because I, of course, accused him of renting children because they right. never got any bigger. <laughs> when he'd win, they'd... Hey, it's like the Simpsons. They just stay the same age. These are the same ones that ran out three years ago, and they're no taller. What happened? (laughs) (laughs) But uh, he is one of the five greatest players of all time. I'd put him in that category now, wouldn't you, after this one? Oh, yes. Him and Tiger, and then we go Jack, and then I don't know who else. I'm not sure Arnie belongs in there. Ben Hogan. Oh, Hogan. Speaking of Kepka, is he liked? Is he liked on the course? I don't know if I. I never, you know, I haven't covered big time golf since he became prominent, so I, I don't know what is. But he was a little miff that they let the. Who thought it was a good idea to let twenty thousand white people who are drunk, right, on the golf course, uh, and make. Kepka fight through him. Well, that, that's why I was asking. He it. said yeah. his knee got all banged up from people bouncing into him and stuff, and he was really upset. Mm. I you? listened to most of it on satellite. Well, I got the yeah. entire back nine on TV, but I, I didn't miss a shot all weekend because of satellite radio. Mm-hmm. And uh, I can't remember who the commentators were. Gary McCord was among them. But they had some good thoughts. They said the thing about Kepka is he's not relatable. Phil Mickelson's like a guy you know at your own course, where someday he's going to be great and someday he's going to yeah. be stink, and he you can relate to him. Kepka, they said, he has no interest in the regular tour. No, no, yeah, yeah right. He's won more he, majors, he, and he, I think he's got think, two tour victories. Didn't he play out here for the first time, Hollis's tournament, and maybe missed the cut and left? But you can't something. relate to him. He's a weird dude. He's, well, yeah, uh, he does, and he's Bluto too. And by the way, I think that. Uh, you know, that that physical build of him, he's gonna have issues. He's gonna. That's not that's not a golf physique right there. I mean, that's that's a weightlifter physique. Well, what do you he's, say about DeChambeau living. then? Well, because I, I, you know, I think DeChambeau might, you know, destroy himself too. Yeah, you know, yeah. I mean, it's, you know, I I can't stand to watch him play. He makes me nervous. Me too. Because everything's stiff. Oh everything's God. Like, your whole life you're taught mm-hmm. you know loose. You're taught, come on, you know, be loose. Yep. You don't you don't want to be too tight. No, you don't yeah, want to be too, be too tight. tight. I can't be too tight. <laughs> These golfers are too tight. He now. Even even putts tight. <laughs> he never got they never gave him much attention yesterday though. He, I guess he you know, he got to two, but that was about it. He made a double right off the bat, hit it someplace, I know. I'm you know what though? I I'm kinda tired of watching him hit a wedge two hundred yards. Yes. That's yeah, not golf. No. I don't know what it is. How do they but do that? Two, he he and Kepka hit one hundred and ninety six yard wedges on yeah, uh, Thursday. Believe that. Wow. Yeah. Now that might have they might have been wind aided, I don't know, but that's that's what the hell is that? Well I can't I mean, hit a God, drive that God far. I love Phil. I mean, and he's got a unbelievable whack at it for his age. But should he be hitting drives 365? 
I don't get it. 336 or 356 or whatever it was. Yeah. Come on. Joe, yeah. I think you need to start visualizing that and kind yes, of just right. uh, yeah, see yourself doing the 200-yard wedge shot. What are your, uh, okay, when you next time you go and play with some of your buddies, you got to start giving them that on the... Oh, on the, on yes. the tea, you got to yes. start giving him that. The on meditation. The, the meditation. Yes. On the tea yeah. box. Hang on, Imagine. guys. Hang on, guys. Please don't interrupt me. Hang don't on. interrupt to me right now. Pretend like you're imagining the yeah. shot. Yeah. <laughs> I heard this works for Phil. <laughs> yeah, right. well, who's the Texan who want to who want to open? Uh, not Crenshaw. Who's and he's now a commentator. Uh, help me. Uh, uh, famous. Um, oh God, God, his name escapes me. He's probably in his forties. Mm. Uh, oh, 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 God. Okay. One and Shoot. open, not Andy well, Nor. No, 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 he's a Wisconsiner. So North won two tournaments in his life, both uh, U.S. Both U.S. Open. Yeah. yeah, that the tournament. my point about the Texan guy is that that size guy's never going to win again. I don't think. Mm-hmm. You'll know who I mean. When, Rook, are you looking up British yes. Open winners? Rookie give me is. a give me the nineties. Okay, I'm doing it right now. Yeah, British Open winners. Jeez, he Louisa. needs it a minute ago, Rook. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I should have. Uh, He'll get meditated. you some scores from Bogota. Don't worry about it. You'll, have, <laughs> you'll get the B in there, and right. it'll be Bogota. But uh, yeah, it would be. Uh, I'll look it up. No, no, it. Hey, it. hey, when you went down there and played Kauai, where else you play? That was it, because uh, it was basically a trip to hang around Charleston. Oh, so we only got one round. Out, so you slipped out for only yeah, one. Yeah, so. yeah. I've been to that Charleston. It's a nice town. You got good fish. Yep. They, yeah. get, they get the good seafood. When yeah. you're that close to that big thing of water. That's right. Yeah. And you, get, you got the good fish there. That's, uh, All right, here we go. David Duvall, Tiger Woods, Paul Lowry, Mark O'Meara, Justin Leonard, Tom Justin Leonard. Justin Leonard. Justin Leonard. Oh. And God, I got a good idea. I'm on TV. Let's take the most boring golfer in history. Justin Leonard and put him on TV. There we go. What he was a he gave Boras a bad name, you know, <laughs> and and now he's on TV and never says anything. Well, doesn't that surprise you? Because who was the other one, uh, the baseball guy that you always gripe about that every time? Oh, uh, uh, the manager Showalter. Well, no, he's gotten better. He's but here. I mean, wasn't he a, just a complete dink to the oh, media? Oh yeah, yeah, he yeah. Was. Was a, yeah. Pat, in two thousand, another guy that would never win today. Corey Pavin wins at Chinnica. <laughs> oh yeah, in the U.S. So, and remember his famous shot on eighteen. It was was forward, right? Was a, a fairway wood. <laughs> yes, right. These guys would have been today would be hitting nine irons, yes, whatever that at, distance at was. Yeah, he hit the four. Oh wow, yeah, poor Corey Pavin. He hit it. You know, at the end he might have been hitting two forty, two fifty. You know, yeah. but he wasn't. Yeah, it is. An, it is incredible. I don't. That's why you have to admire this golf course. I guess is even though they've taken away all the yardage. I yep. mean, they're playing it at seventy eight hundred. Right. But even though the the yardage means nothing, they still can screw up. And you, if you can get those greens hard enough so the ball bounces and rolls right. off the back, right. Right. then you can still make them make bogeys and double bogeys and triple bogeys. But the plain old golf course, you know, Wingfoot, we saw last year, one of the great tests of golf ever is now right. antiquated. Because right. the rough doesn't make any difference because DeChambeau is hitting a gap wedge or a right. pitching wedge to get home. So he can get it out of the rough no matter how right. high it is. So right. 
uh, it's uh, it's you know that a lot of them are going to be obsolete, and I don't know what you're going to do about it. So it's kind of like uh, kind of like baseball. By the way, I heard something. Uh, we can switch the topic to baseball. Sure. I uh, told somebody else this today, though. I have become a no shifter. Oh, you don't want the shift? Uh, I heard a stat on uh, MLB Network the other day. They got, you know, these. they do every analytics, some of these sites, not fan graphs, but this is one beyond fan graphs. Wow. Uh, that at this point, this was like Friday morning, there had been 400 shift-created hits, right, mm-hmm. that were hits because they were in the shift, and there had been 1,050 that were taken away. Wow. So, and if you added those 600 hits, the league batting average would be 251 instead of 238. And, you know, or 236 mm-hmm. or whatever the hell it is. And uh, I become a no shifter because you got to. You're get telling more. me the shift works. I, the shift works and it yeah. steals too many. Left hand, it kills left handed hitters. It mm-hmm. Just absolutely. They got to get that guy out of right center field. Throwing out people yeah. and mm-hmm. you know and so mm-hmm. I, I don't I think they're gonna you know they use football you can have an illegal defense and basketball you can have illegal defense why not have a legal defense you know you and I just can't them. comprehend you and I talked about this last week but Max Kepler there's not one person ever on the left side of the infield Max yeah look at how many hits you're missing out on just simply but but you. It's stubbornness, but they've also just been told keep pulling Hit the ball, run. keep pulling Hit the ball, run. launch yeah. angle. But my God, there's how many hits a year, Pat, just to the opposite field that are sitting there waiting for him? The only thing worse than the shift for baseball is the MRI machine. I've said that. <laughs> right. You know what? I've decided, Joe, I probably said this before. We saw guys that pulled up. And then played the next day and the next That's day right. and the next day. Because they didn't test them. They right. said, yeah, well, I'm sore. Well, okay, you know, run a little slower yeah. or something. Right. Go get them. You, yeah. you know, go get them. See you tomorrow. And, you know, diagnosis is ruining the game. Right now. That and the names of things. Yes, things have names yes, now. That's that's what I'm saying. They yeah. they give them name. The subgluteus maximus. Glutalis. Uh, <laughs> I, I remember exactly which one put you over the edge when Perky got diagnosed with thoracic outlets. Outlet syndrome. You went absolutely berserk. You got a bad <laughs> shoulder. Okay. Uh, but uh, yeah, what caused Sano to come out of his coma? Uh, coma one night, uh, and then he, go back into it. Apparently. Yes, right. Well, I don't. You know, he he got a nice little cutter inside and hit it down a left field line, and then he stayed on a fastball right in the middle of the plate and killed it to center field. And then there was another one that was kind of in the middle, and he hit it out to right field, and then he just thought, finally, and. Then the first game in Cleveland, he hit, hit a straightaway center field homer, and then he started striking out again. So yeah, started thinking about it, but uh, or not thinking about not it. Thinking one about of the it, two, yeah. one of the two, which not is which is, with thought, not. which is more likely. <laughs> I'm gonna but, go with uh, not. <laughs> but I think that this would be a good time to see if there's a market, just because 
long term, you want Kirloff to play first base, right? Yep. That you you got your first baseman. He's not much of an outfielder. He's a good first baseman, and he's a hell of a hitter. And if somebody will give you a, a usable pitcher for Miguel, make the trade. Miami yep. or somebody, they might. They need some uh, clout, and there's some teams that will. You know, it's not. It's not that I'm saying that he's useless, but I think. You can make a little. You can get some value for him trading. Speaking of Miami, did you see Donnie Baseball's uh, little video Zoom thing at the end of I think their Saturday game? Was he not upset? Was he upset? He was. He said everything perfectly of what what I hate about the modern game. Okay. Who is Donnie Baseball? Oh, Don Mattingly, Manning. manager, oh, of, the the manager Marlins. of the Marlins. Oh, sorry, yeah. um, but he had. He was asked about. The number of no hitters currently yes. in baseball, and it was oh, perfect. I didn't look at it. I saw it on there. Oh, you know, Pat, you have to on. watch it. It was great. It was absolutely <laughs> great. And I think he's about the only manager that would just step across the line and say, "I don't give a damn." You know, yeah. like go ahead and, and yell at me and rip me, whatever. I don't yeah. care. Yeah, because <laughs> he's correct. Yeah. Oh, it was well, great. <laughs> Judd and I were talking today, Joe, and you go back, obviously. If if somebody pitched a no hitter, they ripped up the front page of the sports sections. Yeah, right. Yeah, he said, "Oh, oh, and, uh, you know, they were a big deal." You know, Billy Lopes, Billy Pleiser. Uh, somebody Jeff Zahn? Give Jeff Zahn Somebody had a no hitter. We had to put it out front, man. Now, yeah. now it doesn't even lead the roundup. Sometimes, if it's right. not, it doesn't even get the headline. There's been six of them, and that doesn't count Bumgarners, right? Yeah, because it was an official game. Yeah, seven games. Even though it is an official game, it's in right. the standing as an official game. So, you got the hated Baltimores in here tonight. They both uh, the Twins both clubs have the same record. Yes, uh, the worst in the major leagues. Yes, I have Donnie. Do you want a minute of it? Oh, sure. sure. No profanities. No, right? no, not no, Bernsey like. No, not like yeah. Bernsey. Oh, absolutely. If a guy throws a no-no, it's great for us. Yeah. I'm just looking at. I'm talking about it more in the. You asked me, but I thought about him. Yeah, he's no hitters. I think in general, in the game, I think that's really more of the talk. Is that you know where where does this get better? Because it's great for your team when a guy throws a no no. It's great for that guy. It's a great accomplishment, right? Mm-hmm. But when there's so many so early, you know, strikeouts are at an all time high, things like that. So it tells you that there are some issues within the game that that need to be addressed and they they're they're going to take a while because it this started 15 16 years ago with uh you know the swing changes and the philosophy changes uh, with all the you know the analytics of the three-run homer and all that stuff and so it, it's it's been coming and it's been building and now we're at a point where it's i think it's getting so much more tension because it's just a game that uh sometimes is unwatchable you know, you see guys you talk to, and they don't even like watching games because there's nothing that goes on in them. Wow. I told you it was that good. Was, uh, that was uh, pretty good. Uh, but what manager, A, would do that, say that, mm-hmm. but B, get away with it? Because yeah. Donnie's old school, yeah. you know what I mean? And and Miami, uh, he's right. They're not watching. So uh, every, time I, every time I hear him mention, though, I remember that home run. Off RD in Yankee Stadium. <laughs> that was uh, the when the year when it was really going bad for RD, mm-hmm. and he came in, and God knows how big the lead was, but 
by the t- and uh, you know Maddie Lee finally he gets down he needs one out and they're about two runs ahead and Maddie Lee hits a three runner and I think that was on a Wednesday and the that was it the fans were gonna lynch him you know and that's when Doug Grow went up and he took all these kids fishing up the trout air okay on Thursday and. Crow wrote a column on R.D. taking these kids fishing on to trout air. And it appeared Friday morning, and I basically said, you saved his life. Because <laughs> <laughs> they gave him a round of applause. It lasted about 10 minutes because he came in and puked up another one. But uh, You should have written in, no kid caught a fish. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, that's right. We're, or just say, we will not report on the results of right. this. <laughs> you know, something like that. Something like that. God, was he a goofball. Throw oh. In the Davis, throw in the Davis, throw in the Davis, man. That was uh, that was one of our all-time great toads. Somewhere that's floating around, right? It's sitting in a box somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, the great part was when he was talking about uh, was it Gorbachev at that time? Yeah. He's doing Mister Bodibazi. Throw in the Davis. <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> International relations. <laughs> oh my oh God. God! What a screwball! I, you know what? You know what a screwball he was. He ended up owning a bait and fishing store in Scottsdale. There's what? no water here. <laughs> right. Yeah, that was, desert. Huh. That, that would be to me. That's like a snowmobile to... store in Miami. <laughs> yes. That's, that's what I, I, I said. I, I talked to him. I said, R.D., what you doing? You know, I mean, you're you're selling fishing equipment in Scottsdale. You know, well, the mountains aren't that far away, you know. So. <laughs> mountains? Yeah. <laughs> mountains. <laughs> Let's run up to that mountain and catch a fish. What a relaxing day on the mountain. <laughs> There's a, you know, he, was, uh, he ran a fishing store. Got you know what's a great moment, moment in life? What? When the when the drops they put in your eyes in the morning finally go away and you you can see again. Is that right? I'm just I, having that moment right nice. now. Really? What's yeah. what's wrong I'm with your eyes, you man? I just one. had to do my annual eye doctor thing, oh, and they okay. dilate your eyes, and now I can see again. So you I have, don't go. I don't. I, <laughs> well, you've never worn glasses. No, no, that's true. I wear the readers now, yeah, but. Yeah. Uh, so no. this morning you had the bad peepers, but now you got the good peepers. Well, I can good. see. Yeah, oh, I can see brightness. Good. I mean, I can tolerate looking out the window. Sight's a good deal. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I'm a even though I'm backing you up on that. Even one. though if you're sight's a good if you're deal. born unsighted, yep. you really become a good voice imitator. Don Vogel oh proved that. Yeah, yeah, I mean it really because it, it that's a very important sense to you. Then yep. that's right. If, yeah, so if you, you, you don't digest. have sight. It's good to have ears. Yes, That's what you're saying. Is, yes, yes. I mean, you really rely on your I'm ears a lot. I'm saying that, and then you get every inflection. I was oh, man, Howard was just so spot on. <laughs> I was <laughs> telling the Cubs hat story the other day to, to my old uh-huh. man, and he was just howling. Man. <laughs> well, Don, here, we, we got, got an ad for you. We got a new hat for you. Here, Don, this is really good. <laughs> <laughs> and... Went to the, the time, bank. Time we put him on the Verispeed machine yeah. and damn near killed him. What's, was, the, what's that? It what's was a, a, like an early version of the, a, the the towel. Like it, you stood yeah, on a scale was, and it would shake. It oh was yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, okay. It was okay. Kind of, yeah, it was. It was kind of. A, come was, on, Don, step up. Come here. on, get up here. We got him. <laughs> I got him on the Verispeed. <laughs> damn near <laughs> went through the ceiling. Oh God, almighty. Don eating steak at Murray's is still one of my favorite uh, events. I miss that one. Drinking man, drinking martinis as fast as a human being oh could God. drink them. 
and then eating the eating the steak with his hands. It was great. Oh God. <laughs> And then me taking him home and him not, we both realized neither of us knew where he lived. <laughs> what does the house look like, John? I don't know. <laughs> I've never seen I it. I think it might be white. Yeah. What's that? I, what's that? It's Highland Parkway, Highland Parkway, which was right right next to where you lived, Joe, right? It was Highland there, Parkway and Well, no, Fairview. I didn't live next In to your that. little house, I mean. Yeah, yeah, that was over on, yeah. Sheffer. Yeah, that was two blocks yeah. away, right? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, he yeah, was right by. It was a little house. A little starter house. It was a starter house. Yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. still in a starter house, so that's might well, be Well, it's because away. you haven't found that nice uh, gay couple to buy that place from. Oh, Isn't that where you wanted to buy, sell it to? you damn right. That's the only place I'm advertising as an advocate or something. Yeah. As Plus, as um, Marjorie once inquired, what are the current situation, uh, Joe? What's what's yeah, going on at the, home, at the homestead, fair. huh? I don't want to talk to you about that, Marjorie. I, it's really none of your Oh, business. yeah, I heard you did this. I heard you did no, that. The, I, I believe the correct verbiage was, I remember CJ wrote that nice column on your house. <laughs> yeah. Is that what she said? Oh, yes. God help me. Yes. Yes. It was just, and we're all, we're all in Is shock. Is Marjorie still with us? Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. 100 years old, 101, oh, I think. Holy cow. Because we were going to start the campaign, weren't we, for her and Sid to, to join forces. In yeah, fact, you better book her for the first state fair show. Oh, God, yes. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. She's uh, she got to be down there about three foot eight now though, doesn't she? Yeah, she keeps shrinking a little yeah. bit. Yeah. Uh, she's not love, getting taller. You <laughs> love this. Uh, Joe asked her what's the secret to a long life, and remember we all looked at each other when she said, "Well, no alcohol and lots of fruits and vegetables," and we all kind of gave each other the stare. <laughs> I thought she'd say, you know. Cakes or something, you know, yeah. a, a nice peach cake. Lard. Or lard. A healthy yeah, dose lard. of lard. To reserve yourself. Nice, uh, <laughs> nice peach cake. What a, what a bad thing. food item. Lard. Oh, no. She I mean, hit the hundred That reminds me. You know what I yeah. haven't had for a long time that's really good? Lard. The old peach upside down cake. Oh, I love that. Uh, oh, yeah, that's I haven't good. had that's one. Good. I like that's a nice peach. I, oh, I love peaches. I like a peach on a cake. I don't like. But see, you don't I like peaches because they squirt. Yeah, I can't just eat a peach. But oh, it has yeah. to has the it has to have the marbleized you know the the coating with it. Then it, you don't mm -hmm. get squirted bad. Yeah, well, you know, but you're it's upside down too, right? You, I mean, you cut the it. Pineapple? You got to flip it. The the pine the, the peach and the oh, pineapple yeah. they're down. They're on the bottom, right? Mm -hmm. then that's the good them. part. That's the good part. That's yeah. You got to flip them. That's yeah. You can get those at like a nice Damn. small town festival. You know, they'll usually. Mm -hmm. Have like a, a baking section or whatever. That's where you get the. You just don't. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Matt, it's uh, uh, it's breaking news right now that there is the uh, possibility of just calling off the Olympics. Japan virus nightmare weeks before Olympics. Call it all off? Question mark. Uh, yeah, they're uh, the the doctors over there are in a panic. Yeah, mm -hmm. to tell make them call it off. Yep, they have invested what billions. <laughs> 14 15 billion or wow. something like that in that thing but what what are they 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 can't get it under control why why are i don't know why is such a low percentage of that country not vaccinated i wonder i don't know that i, I, I saw that uh aren't you glad you're you don't have to cover an olympics anymore oh, God. you know what i used to like them but uh, they became more and more impossible as access got. Uh, you know, I like Barcelona. Lillehammer was great. And uh, what was your, Remind me again. What was your lowest moment 
Uh, were you on the ski lift? It was. I think no, it was the it winter. Was in Calgary. Oh, okay. Calgary was the first Olympics where they, because of TV, the Winter Olympics, okay. they expanded it to 16 days. Okay. But they kept the schedule. They kept the number of sports to what it had been. It, okay, it previously yeah. so there were days when there was nothing because oh. and our hockey team up there as much fun as they were the dave peterson team you know they get beat nine to six because right, they right. didn't play any defense but uh uh yeah i was riding up the the gondola b- yeah, the lift the lift okay. in a swinging chair uh-huh with some <laughs> normal sized like ballet artistic <laughs> skier who I was interviewing oh, yes, and, yes. and with my fat ass in there <laughs> trying not to move to cause this thing to fluctuate because I could see the angle uh, you know Watching cable car collapses yeah. fat rider crushes underweight crushes. of Minneapolis sports yes. writer yes. <laughs> Crushes skier to death. Oh my God! There was, and I, I, I was halfway up and said, "Even if this works, what am I going to write?" You know, it, I don't know. She must have been local or some oh, damn thing. I don't know that's what. Hilarious. Hey, honey, I I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I landed sure. on you by accident. Sorry, I landed on you. <laughs> yeah, there was a pile of yeah. snow. Was, uh, <laughs> oh, oh wow! That was a uh, that was a beauty. What that was the was, story from the Norway one about the elg? The, the elk. Wolf. Elk. wolf, wolf, yeah, Bobby Ford from uh, the uh, from the wolf, from the wolf. Uh, yeah. They they the train. They ran this train up the out of Lillehammer up to where the ski mountain was, okay. right? And the the moose were not used to having a train there, and they kept walking, and then they call them elk, E L G. They the moose kept walking into the trains, and. So there was a story in a paper that Bob Ford from the Philadelphia Inquirer somehow interpreted that they were putting wolf urine on the tracks to keep the moose away. Mm-hmm. Right. So he called like some official that was quoted in there and went through the interpreter and he says, where do you get the wolf urine? And the guy says, from the wolves. <laughs> <laughs> I was sitting next to him. We were howling, and we oh. were thinking about this wolf beer party that they had. Hey, everybody, go to spindle yeah, over here. Right. Oh, How do you me. get wolves urine from the wolves? <laughs> I gotta go to the bank. Okay. All right, go, uh, go wild. Let's get them back I'm home. Yeah, what the hell? Get another home game. Get back home for one more. Nothing so. like a Monday night nine thirty puck oh, drop. Nine thirty. God, I wish I was writing that one. That'd be fun. Oh. All right, <laughs> see ya. All right, gang. Goodbye. All right. EcoFun has e-bikes in stock, and why is that important? Because every other bike retailer is out of stock and will not be getting new e-bikes until December or January. You can't even get one for Christmas from them. The weather is warming up, so if you are in the market for an e-bike scooter or ATV, Go to EcoFun right now. EcoFun Motorsports in Forest Lake. Talk with Tim Bloom, the owner of EcoFun Motorsports in Forest Lake. Tim and his family will help you select the e-bike that is right for you, and they will deliver it to your front door in the metro area. 
Right now, EcoFun has Bentelli e-bikes and Yamaha motor assist bikes in stock. EcoFun also carries the full line of Yamaha scooters, motorcycles, and a wide variety of Yamaha ATVs, including ATVs for kids. Check out EcoFun Motorsports in Forest Lake and online at EcoFunMotorsports.com and tell Tim that that old bicycler Patrick Racy sent you. This is Reavers once again for Mr. Money Talk, Josh Arnold. And Josh, has a very basic question for you. Do you know what you own? You see, Mr. Money Talk's clients, and that's Josh Arnold, by the way, they always know what they own. He has found out that most people that he meets with every single day, they have no idea. Josh has seen retirement portfolios that have a big percentage in bonds, and there are real instances of people that are paying more in commissions and fees than they can possibly make on the rate of return that these bonds currently yield. Josh begs of you, know what you own. You see, trust is often overused, and it's even harder to find. Take it from me that you can trust Josh. Give him a call today for that free 48-minute financial consultation with absolutely zero obligation. Call him at 952 925 once again, that's 952-925-5608 for Mr. Money Talk, Josh Arnold. This is Patrick Gracie with the Canopy Group. What does dedication, perseverance, resilience, and accomplishment best describe today? The Canopy Group believes it's the graduating classes of 2021. What we are most proud of for these graduates is their ability to overcome challenges in their pursuit of future opportunities. True to their perseverance and resiliency, these students are finding new ways to celebrate their milestones and their success on this journey. It puts a smile on all of our faces as we drive through communities and see dozens and thousands and hundreds of yard signs. It uh, It is amazing that what these graduating students have gone through, and they deserve the spotlight for they are Minnesota's future. Please join the Canopy Group in honoring your friends, relatives, and neighbors who represent the graduating classes of 2021. Hi, this is Daniel Roo of the Real GM Radio Podcast. And while the NBA season is still pretty new, there are some interesting storylines going on. And for me, one of them is, let's call it a shift in expectations, because there are a couple teams that we expected to be not necessarily pushing the accelerator in the early going in the season, maybe seeing Victor Wembanyama and Scoot Henderson, this purportedly strong 2023 draft class, and going, hey, we could be a part of that. And that would be the Utah Jazz and the San Antonio Spurs. Both teams are over 500 with some nice wins. And this isn't fluke. They're playing well so far, and so we will see how they build on this, how they react to it. Do they keep pushing, see if the CEO can keep going, or do they change directions through trades and everything else? So that'll be something to watch in this year where the draft class is, is strong and these teams have incentives going in both directions. Hi, this is Daniel LaRue from the Real GM Radio Podcast. BetOnline.net is your number one source for betting football and the start of the new basketball season. Find all the latest player developments, matchups, news, in-depth analysis, and live betting and up-to-the-minute scores for every sport out there. Can check in on your favorite games and events, including the baseball playoffs, start of the hockey season, MMA, boxing, and golf, plus sports podcasts. So head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more at BetOnline, where the game starts. 